you met a lady named Alan. Yeah. A-L-L-Y-N. I've never... Uh, I hadn't heard of that either. What vintage was she? What vintage? I'd say 23. Yeah. So that's a new thing that parents she, are doing. She's walking dogs. So, this yeah. entry-level job into the real world. Seems like a personable young woman. She's a go-getter. She's a self-starter. Yeah. You know, proactive. She's still got dreams. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Don't you have dreams? You know what, Alan... Hey, wait, are you taping this? Yeah, we're on. Okay, here's what you do, Jake. Just because we're on doesn't mean it has to have started already. Okay, just tell me when to turn, because I know when you're next. Okay, well... I think it's totally time for you to have a beer, if you'd like to go for it. Hello, everyone. It's me. It's Jake. It's the podcast. This is episode 146. I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to leave the numbers on, but I don't understand really even why I'm putting numbers on them, except that maybe later I could say to someone, oh, that was on episode 146 instead of the ridiculous title that I make up for them. But anyway, um, the last episode was me talking to my friend Alan Havey on our way down to Hermosa Beach. And this episode is the next night, us talking to each other on our way down to Hermosa Beach, where we did a show the night after the last episode that you listened to, which is the week before... Last night, ha, ah, as far as I'm concerned, but as far as you're concerned, it could have, it, this, you could be listening to these back to back. So I hope, I, that's what I hope is happening. I hope you just listened to the last episode and you said, man, that was fun. I'd love to go for a ride with those guys again, because that's what's going to happen right now. If before then, just, hey, if you want before then to know where I am, go to my website, jakethis.com. You can find out where I am, roughly where I am. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm not tweeting as much as I should be. I'm letting my tweet, tweeter, tweet, tweet, tweeters down. I know that. And uh, you can forget about Instagram. I'm on it. But I got to take another picture. I need to go take a picture of something, right? While you're listening to this, I'm going to go take a picture of something and put it on the Instagram and the Facebook and the Twitter. And then I hope, I hope that'll make us all happier. I, I don't know. Is that what's, I, that's what I want. I want us all to be happier. And along those lines, I hope you enjoy this conversation that I had with Alan Havey, who I forgot to mention last week, you may recognize from his several years on the Mad Men TV show. Uh, He's also been on Louis C.K.'s show. He's a terrific stand-up. He used to have his own show on Comedy Central at the beginning of Comedy Central and the Comedy Channel. That was There used to be two of, two of those things that are now one thing. And uh, he, was, he was part of that, and he's a friend of mine, and I want you to enjoy this conversation. I want you to, but I'm not the boss of you. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast everyone's listening to, the podcast sweeping the nation. Mark Maron, okay, he gets Obama, and you know, there's other guys out there, they're okay, go with Godfrey, but this... You can't win them all. ...is the one and only, Jake Johansson, 46 times on Letterman, been headlining for over 30 years in this beautiful country of ours. Here is the Friday night, July 10th, 2015, Jake Johansson podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Jake. Hi, everybody. 
Thanks, Alan. That was a that was a great intro. Very professional. I mean, you've got a bright career ahead of you or behind you. You know, you're thinking in the past, man. But you've I lost know. your dreams. Well, you're the one who's got the dream of retirement. You're always telling me, like, this is my exit strategy. You got your exit strategy. Yeah, but that's uh, five and a half, six years from now. You know, I'm just thinking ahead. Compared to how long we've been in this business, that seems like a... Nothing. That's a heartbeat. Yeah. You're out. Putting your pants on. Get ready to go. Well, you know, I'm lucky, man. I meet guys in the road. They're 15, 16 years at it. You know, they're still struggling. Haven't made a dent. Mm -hmm. Still humping it out there, you know. I say go to New York, go to L.A., go to Chicago, go to a major city. And then what? And then build a career and then move on from there. Don't be out there and put on Bill. When you start, it's okay, but after a few years, stuff like that, you gotta. It's like working out with uh, Olympic athletes. More comedians, tougher clubs to get into, build strength. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if you want to be. Well, I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Where, where did you start? What city? I, I just don't get into the the whole. I guess yeah. You you if you're working with better comics, then they inspire you and make you better. But Absolutely. I just uh, my first thing when you talked about it. Because you made it into an athletic thing, it made it seemed like it was a competition. No, and it's not a competition. Yeah, it's not a competition. That's my. Unless you enter a competition, then you're screwed. Then we yeah, out because you bought into the idea. So you go left and then just right at that stop sign. You got it, buddy. Yeah. So you, you were born where? Raised where? I was born in Iowa. Yeah. You know all this. We don't no, have to no, go no, over no. this. No, no, no. There's you got new listeners, Jake. I feel like we may have even gone over that in the first episode. Time. There's no wrong. first episode. This is the yeah, only this episode. Is it. There's people. Need to get over the idea that there's a past. Even there's not a past. There's straight only ahead. a now. Yes, straight ahead, and then you kind of just jog around okay. there to the left. Yeah. Just for our listeners, uh, let uh, Jake can set this up. Let me set it up. Like I said, it's July 10th, 2015. We're on our way to the Comedy and Magic Club in Hermosa Beach, California, where we were last night. So we're driving from Santa Monica, and Jake, uh, we're going through Venice, and he knows all the groovy little shortcuts that I don't have to deal with. The little didos and doodads, although today, you know, I don't know. Well, this way is faster because the main way is not as congested today. But I do, I'm optimistic about us getting down there early. I hope that we're going to be able to get in the first part of the show, as you had uh, also hoped. And look at that. I haven't seen that before, that what this guy's doing. A skateboard. Like With a, he's got a, like a push pole. Yeah, gondola. Yeah. Dry land. Gondoling himself. There's just how long did it take? I had never seen that before, and it makes complete sense. I'm yep. surprised no one was doing it sooner. Guy with a big, a long pole. It's California, buddy. Pushing himself along. You know what the state motto is here? <laughs> Go get a pole. No, that's uh, Warsaw. <laughs> yeah, okay. What is it? Uh, no, that's now we're back to Hitler. No, we're not back to Hitler because this is a new podcast. We're yeah. not talking to Hitler. Okay. No, you want to left. Oh, Jesus. I can't remember Jesus. that you don't... You don't remember. You have zero memory of anything. I, I, I do forgot. have memory. Yeah. I got us here. Just relax. That part that we just did was was not what we did last night exactly, but now we're back. Now you know sort of where we are. You're trashing your guests. Never trash your guests. Yeah, I didn't you mean to trash memory. You. What's your name again? Uh, you said it at living? the beginning of the show. Oh. Yeah, I know. Jake. I'm Jake. All right. You know what the uh, state motto is? California? Um, it's not the show me state because that's Missouri. It's not famous potatoes because that's motto. Idaho. State motto. Not on the license plate. The state motto. State motto. Um, there's gold in them there are hills. You're close. The golden state. Nope. That's, that's what it's, what it's on, called. On the license yeah, that's plate. That's a nickname. It's a, it's a nickname. These are the mottos. 
Uh-huh. These are the mottos, Jake. Many of them are uh, in Latin. Uh-huh. Eureka. That's the motto, Eureka? Eureka. I have found it. Yeah. Translated into high found. I think it might be Greek. I don't know. But that guy, when he's on a skateboard, he goes, you know, I want to get along. I don't want to push with my foot. What's a yeah. better way? Ah, Eureka. The pole. The pole. He was watching uh, Death in Venice. And, yeah. And uh, boom. I immediately, when I saw that guy with a pole, I wanted to stop and talk to him for a minute. I wanted, I just was, felt like, oh. Am I going? Where am I going? Yeah, you go straight ahead here. Okay. Straight ahead. Just keep kind of now follow your nose down here. Got it. Then this is the traffic jam that we were in last night. Well, this wait, is the, we're not worried this because it's six fourteen. Last night we were half hour. Yeah, we got lots of time uh-huh. for this jam. Yeah. I'm going to suggest that you bail. You, you turn and go out to Lincoln. Really? Yeah. No, I'm not going out to Lincoln. Yeah. I saw well, Sigalert. Lincoln was death. Okay. So we'll just stay here. We're going to stay the course. So we're going, uh, folks, out there in beautiful podcast land. We're going to the Comedy Magic Club. They're having their, uh, every July, it's their birthday celebration show. They invite 20 comedians down. Everybody Mm -hmm. does five minutes. At some point in your set, when you get a laugh, bing, they hit a bell, the audience applause, and you introduce the next comic. Yeah, you're supposed to get five, but I think sometimes people do... You know, five and a half, six and a half. Well, it depends on the bell, Jake. Yeah, the bell. You Nobody can't. went over the bell last night. No, yeah, when you get the bell, you're done. Remember right. Ornie Adams? We thought he went over. He only had done 428. It he turned out that he hadn't. He home. Yeah. It turned out that he hadn't. Yeah. Yeah. So, and everybody's working on something, either a TV set or a, they're working on to build material. And Daniel just, Tosh working on a new special last night. Yeah, Daniel Tosh drops in. You never know who's coming down. No, well, we know. We got a rough idea because a lot of the people who were there last night are coming back. Yes. But, but the be thing some other is, you got to get in and sign up. That's why we're leaving early. Because we want to get earlier on the show so we can leave. And no, not I have, have to, the juice. Not have to watch everybody else. Right, it's great. <laughs> or you go out at the end and sing happy birthday, which I We did that like. last night. Yeah. That was fun. Who knows? We might get a wild hair tonight and stay for the birthday song. We might. I doubt it. I doubt it, too. Well, you're driving. What does that mean? That means when you say we got to go, I'd say to everybody, I got to go. My, so I'm your wife tonight. Yeah, you're wife. my husband. All right. Wait a yeah. minute. No, I like you being the wife. Yeah. I, I want to switch that back. The wife has all the power. Yeah. I want to. Well, yeah, well, you're married, so you know you know how it is. Yeah, I'm projecting my wife onto me. We got a dog today that are some of our friends from our daughter's school. They have a, they got this new dog. They've just had it six months or maybe maybe a year and uh, they're going on vacation so our we don't have a dog anymore because our dog passed away so i said i'm not getting another dog but we can dog sit for other people's dogs you know that's, a, nice. that's my concession and then uh, your daughter gets attached and then they take the dog away and she can go visit it at their house <laughs> nice yeah and so the dog so you're not getting another dog no why death was too hard i well this now makes me slightly unsympathetic, but I consider myself sometimes an anti-hero. Um, I don't, I don't like the responsibility of having to take care of a dog. I'm slightly allergic to dogs. That's what I should lead to with. Like if I pet the dog, I got to wash my hands right after. I start getting, you know, sniffy, uh, oh, rub I my see. face. You're a bit of a germaphobe. No, I just don't like pet hair, and I don't like to be responsible for. I got a kid and a wife. You know, if either one of those people would get a job, I. I might be up for a dog, but the dog, 
first, it's a pain in the ass. Somebody's got to be home to deal with the dog all the time. It's another thing to have an argument about of, like, whose turn is it to do this for the dog? Yeah. And I already got enough things like that in my life. Your responsibility plate is full. I'm full. You're I don't need a dog. employed person in your household. Your wife is uh, in college, studying? She's done with college now. She's graduated. You met her she's, after she's high in school? The, she's in the high. job market. She's in the job market? Fantastic. Yeah. She's in the job market. Love to hear that. Yeah, me too. I'd love her to be in the employment. Eureka! world yeah uh, eureka i found it I, and then when it, it is a job and my wife says eureka that's when i'll be excited look at this lush i mean i'm excited street. right now look at this lush street we're on trees people things you think that this is a lush paradise but it's not it's a arid it's pretty dry here no it's lush though it's still lush yeah we're squirting colorado's water all over the thank ground. you colorado by the way for the h2o yeah it's great a little bit more would be uh, helpful yeah if you could try, if you're in Colorado and you're holding back on a whiz, turn it loose. We can use it in California. Um, so Who holds back on a whiz, by the way? I don't think many people do. I don't know. That, in public. It was sort of a joke because, yeah, you got to let it go the amount of time. It wasn't sort of a joke. It was a joke. Was that a was joke. fully a joke. Good for um, you. Yeah, good did for you, me. Did you bring a beverage? So, I didn't, and I wish well, I had. Well, now it's time to take a little commercial break. What are you drinking, Zevia? Zevia. Or you can call it Zevia, Z-E-V-I-A, folks. You get it at Whole Foods or your better grocery stores. Zero calories. If you're soda. trying to get away from aspartame, you're trying to get away from Diet Cokes and Diet Sweeteners and all that crap, mm -hmm. Splenda, all that crap, it's, it's just bad for you. It's bad. What kind of cancer do they put into these things? Well, i tell you what, what do you see there? No sugar, no artificial sweeteners. There are no chemicals in Zevia. Right there. So you check it out, Let's Mr. Let's take a Downer. look at the ingredients here. Yeah. Ingredients. Carbonated water. Yeah. What? Erythritol. Caramel color. Tartaric acid. Uh-huh. Um, Reb A. Stevia extract. Um, That's the sweetener. Caffeine citric Acid, uh, monk fruit extract. Monk fruit, best thing for you. Yeah, and natural flavors. Monk fruit, I don't yeah. know where you get that. It's all natural, run it online. Anyway, if you're trying to get off Diet Cokes or you're trying to get off Diet whatever you drink, sodas, pops, Coca-Cola, this doesn't taste just like it, but it tastes good enough to get you off that sugary sweet. Let me tell you, I've got a lot of things that I put in my body, not a lot, but i got a few things that are not... Is super the greatest, I suppose. Like, uh, you know, like a whiskey or a vodka or something. You know what you do up here at this light, you make a left. Um, but I drink primarily water. Primarily water. And then my second beverage that I drink the most of would be coffee. Coffee. And then following that would be some kind of Alcohol alcoholic drink. drink. Either, yeah, beer. either a cocktail. Yeah. I've, Between vodka, beer, whiskey, what's the most you drink in a year? Wine? I'd, I think maybe red wine would probably be the Your highest wife volume. Red wine? Nope, she's not a she's uh, she doesn't drink at all. Zero. Fantastic. For you decades. know how much money you're saving there? Mm-hmm. What does she drink? She, water. She drinks water. When we go out to restaurants, she likes a little pot of hot water with lemon in it. Oh. Sometimes she'll get a little club soda, did or she'll try and order drinks, <laughs> or she'll order like a virgin mojito or something. <laughs> Insane. I, I know. It makes the bartenders crazy. Like, what? 
you know, I have a virgin Manhattan. Well, you can't. There's the only thing in Manhattans is two kinds of alcohol. Yeah. She has never ordered a virgin Manhattan. That again was a joke, but I felt like I had to explain it because there's a fine line between people thinking you're joking and people thinking you're stupid. And that was an example of me joking. I'm not saying I'm not stupid. I'm just saying if that was your evidence, you can keep, you keep keep digging. So you seduced your wife organically. There was no alcohol involved in the seduction. I was wife. drinking. Yeah. Well, that's what well, no, I was. You drinking. seduced her. Organically, yeah. She was fine. She mm. seduced you with alcohol. I'm a I'm a catch in this in certain ways. Oh, you wow. know. Wow. The ego comes in. The Jake Johansson ego. I like well, that. Well, as you we were saying last night, you know, ladies yeah, they forget, see you on stage. Last night they're not going to hear last night. This is the podcast. That's how do you know that's not already out? Is it out? No. Okay. You know what? <laughs> because last night I was in such a state of traffic. And I calmed myself down as best I could. It's a new owl today. I, got, I was able to work out today. I got everything done. I didn't get my nap in. Yeah. But, uh, Did you meditate? But, yeah. What was your workout? Uh, just worked on a little chest stuff. A little chest bench press. Bench press? Not bench. But yeah, kind of a bench press on a machine. And then the uh, the back and then the lats and then the curls with the right. thing. Did 100 sit-ups. You meet any nice people at the gym? Nope. Don't meet people at the gym. That's not what you're there for. No, not not there to, to schmooze. Not there to. I mean, mm-hmm. listen. If Spielberg was working out next to me and he said something, I'd say something. Yeah, you're remodeling your your uh, palace, your temple, your body is your temple. Um, but I feel much better. It's so good for my head. I, everything I do, physically, is fun. But I like to do it for my head. For your head. Oh, no, this is not good. No, this is bad, too. Wow. So this is why I was suggesting earlier, you know, well, when Well, Lincoln's not better. I'm and, you know, telling that's you, buddy. What, that's what you say. I looked at the signal word. It was deep, deep red. Okay, well, this We're is a big... We're going to go on last tonight. Yeah. We could. It doesn't matter when you leave, when you're us. It's you're, Friday. You're getting there. It's summertime. By the way, came back. Jake lives in Venice, a little south of me. I live in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And Santa Monica's great. Love Santa Monica. But I'm technically, I'm in Santa Monica. Are you? Yeah. Okay. So, let me just say this. Oh, looks like this truck is stuck. That's what's going on. Yeah. We're going to be out of this in no time. Really? No. 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 Everybody's moving to the other lane. Hey, buddy, wake up. Get off your phone. There you go. Embrace life. Um... Yeah, he needs to cut it off. I went phone. after I dropped you yeah, off. Yeah, you're going to have night. to get over. I can see that the handwriting's on the wall. This is really? cops. The cops are at work up here. Oh, cops up there? Yeah, okay. this, this is, is it. Oh, here. yeah, cut the bus off. Nice. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Yeah. People with their honking. You know, the, the trick here is to stay right on top of the car in front of you, and no one can get in. <laughs> you're not doing I just, anybody any favors. I, I am not going to get a car length behind in life. <laughs> no. Not tonight. No. Could be you live longer. Maybe you live one car length longer if you do if you let somebody in. Really? You ever, well, I'm trying to bright side it. I let a lot of people in. Mm-hmm. I'm an open, my open heart. But you, tonight's not their by night. Way, have I ever told you the heavy trifecta? The heavy trifecta? No, yeah. I haven't ever heard it. This is basically my life policy. Mm-hmm. You go from top to bottom. Open mind, loving heart, prudent, and carnal matters. Prudent and carnal matters. Yes. Now, how? Do, what does that even mean? Thinking ahead. Well, all right, an open mind, you have an open mind, right? You, yeah, you, sure. You open your mind to people and ideas and consider it, no matter how wacky it is, all creeds, religions, beliefs, even Donald Trump, I'll open my mind, and then he says something, I go, nope, 
not closing my mind, but I'm thinking oh, Donald out. Trump, what a... Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, that's the extreme. Yeah. It's easy to keep an open mind when you agree with everyone. Everyone's on your same page. Yeah. It's hard to keep an open mind sometimes. Well, right. When you keep well, an open mind... Well, come to the thought police. It's usually because... Uh-oh, state trooper is pulling this guy over. There I find him. Look at these Easy people. Jeez. What's going on here? That trouble. There's a baby? What's going on? Oh, Looks like I a, don't know. a rescue baby or something. People are pulling over. There's yeah. a baby carriage. It looks like some something terrible. Oh, there's no, a, it's not terrible. It's there's not. a fire truck. This fire truck. No, it's up. the baby's on fire. they got to wait for the fire. They're not allowed to put out a, a fire, even on a baby. There's some kind of paramedic thing. We're in Marina on. Del Rey now, folks, if you're following us oh on GPS. Oh, my God, yeah. If you can, let me tell you something. This was, it's working out now. We're back on track. Okay, can I go back to the trifecta? Yeah. Loving heart. Open your heart up. You know, try to appreciate everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sort of. You don't have to sleep around. Just a loving heart. Be, have an open heart. Loving heart. Mm-hmm. Kindness. There you go. Right. Be you. And prudent in carnal matters. Think What's ahead. An, What's an example of that? An example is that you meet a woman, let's say uh, you're a young single guy. It's a bus. It's a tour, bus full of tourists. Yeah. You meet you meet a woman after a show. You meet a guy after a show, whatever your taste may be. You meet a man mm-hmm. and a woman after a show. Uh-huh. Who knows what people are into. Um... The internet's and you a big think, place. where is this going? Is this going to help me? Is it good for me? Is it good for the greater good? Mm-hmm. You know? Is this woman And what's going to happen the next time I'm back in town and i got to deal with this person after I slept Absolutely. with Absolutely. You think yeah. about that. It's Tuesday night. Do I want to sleep with someone the first night or am I going to get luckier on Thursday? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. These are hard-won lessons. <laughs> you, don't, you don't read these in a book. No. You learn these the hard way. Is impregnating this woman going to help her life? Impregnating now? Yes. You're yes, not so busy. You're, you're, you've not impregnated anyone, have you? Yes, I have in my life. When no. I was a young man, and the women uh, did not want the children. Or they had them, and they didn't tell me about it. Okay. But I've been lucky that way. No, because I never took, believe it or not, an intoxicated woman home. I did once. Really? It was a big mistake. Yeah. You just had sex with them in the car? I was, you was see, in New York. You see that? Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, I am sitting here. I'm opening up. No, I know. And I'm making jokes. It's not good. It's not well, good what I'm doing. Yo, it is good because the people listening are just tickled when you make a joke. I hope so. I hope so. You know they are. They're still listening. That's what I... Yes. Right. By Everyone definition, who's listening is still listening. <laughs> by definition, the people still listening are still listening. Yeah, absolutely. And the people who are not still listening, who cares about them? But it, let's say you go to a town and you, you've been on Conan. Let's mm-hmm. say you're, or you're just a comedian. You're in a small town or a small burg or whatever you go. Your life to them is a little, a lot more exciting than probably their life is. Uh-huh. And sometimes when it's... To say, them. To them, yeah. And, yeah. and they go, well, this is a guy I could marry and, you know, I'll just, whoops, I'll get pregnant and it'll all happen. Or I didn't get checked out and I, you know, STDs. Yeah. You can always tell by the eyebrows with a woman. How do you mean? I mean, you look at a woman's eyebrows, you can say, well, that woman's got VD and that woman's fine. How can you tell? What do you look for in the eyebrows? What do you look for in the eyebrows? If they're really thick. When you ask them, do you have VD, if their eyebrows go up, (laughs) they're surprised. They don't don't even know they have VD. (laughs) If you say, do you have VD, their eyebrows go down, means they're angry because you know that they have VD. Well, that's called striking out with a lady. (laughs) Okay. Go ahead. 
So how do you know from the eyebrows? Oh, okay. No, I want to know. I want your listeners to write in. You said you liked the jokes, and then I make one, and now no, you now you don't want to tell me the. Oh, uh, you know, we got two egos here. Yeah, no, I know. I'm sorry. But I would I'm, never say I'm a catch. Well, I'll, I'll say it. I'm I'll say it. Catch. I'll say it. I think you are a catch. Thank right, you. you're an interesting catch. Thank sure. You. That's what I meant. I didn't mean that I was everybody's trip to Hollywood. Uh huh. I met my wife a long time ago. Uh, we stayed uh, close, even though there was a period we broke up. This is the spirit. Now you're, doing, now you're doing this the way that I told you to do it last night. Well, you, uh, you cut me off. People don't know where I'm turning, driving the car. Yeah. This Sorry. Is, okay, now I have to get over and cut somebody off. Do it. This guy's not going to let me in. Oh, he is. Okay, thank you. That's karma, babe. Um, so I met my wife a long time ago. We, you know, we dated for a while, and then broke up and then we got back together and I realized this is a woman for me she's seen me through all the permeations of Havy mm-hmm. you know? and uh, it's all, it all it's paid off for both of us let's face it it also got to the point of who were you kidding you when mean? you go when you got married you guys had been together for so long it was like right. you're, you're, I, uh, you're you not married a, but you might as well be yeah, married yeah but right. there was a period there where I could have uh, gone somewhere else yeah and, and her too so Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, it wasn't all fucking uh, Ozzy and Harriet. I've seen that scenario go the other way. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people are together a long time. They get married, and after four or five years, that's it. Boom. Done. Yeah. Broken up. How long have you been so, married right now? Uh, this uh, In a month, it'll be seven years. Nice. Yeah, it's nice. It's a good time. First year was tough, even though we knew each other for a long time. I think it was subconscious, just like. Fear. How long were you together before you got married? I, none of your business. It's a long time. Yeah. yeah, Merv was still on the air at the beginning. Oh yeah, Merv was on. Merv was on. Merv was in his heyday. <laughs> you know, met her in the fall of '84. Wow, but so you weren't exclusive then that whole time with her. You. No. Yeah. She probably was because I'm such a catch. <laughs> Once they get a taste of what you've got to offer, it's hard for them to settle for anything else. Here's an idea. Eventually, they're going to laugh. That's uh, it. That's what I give them. Eventually, they're going to laugh. Eventually, they're going to laugh. And you just, that's a little noisy for the listeners. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think it's kind of noisy, folks. I'm going to close the sun. I'll put on the AC. How's that? Well, that's nice. Quiet yeah. studio. Yeah. My beautiful. By the way, we're traveling today in an Acura, what is it, XLI? Acura. 2015. I just leased this car about six months ago. Oh, this is a lease. Yeah, beautiful ride. Beauty. How many years you got on this thing? Three. Three. Three year lease, and then after that, we're gonna buy some. You're gonna buy something different. Oh yeah. Oh, so this is a temporary kind of a yeah. lease. But if I really fall in love with it, you know. But okay. you're not a lease man normally. No, so. I'm not. Uh, I'm a buy man with car. I'm a lease man with apartments. Lease rent. That's what I do. Yeah. Don't. I don't want to be. Uh, fixated, you know, and responsible. Yeah. And I should have bought my apartment in New York 20 years ago, but that's another story. Right. Uh, but that's not the biggest mistake in my adult life. What would you say that is? Uh, a woman I dated. Oh, really? Yeah. It was, you were not prudent in groinal matters. No, this or is how, after how I was separated from the, uh, my wife and girlfriend at the time. We were separated. We went other ways. And I made a big mistake. Big mistake. Uh huh. And apparently, I was very comfortable with my self-esteem, very low. Uh huh. Very low. Uh huh. So uh, I'm back on top. 
feeling good. Still got a little bit of low self-esteem, but, you know, it's good for you. Mm-hmm. Keeps you on your toes. Because there's so much ego out there, man, especially in social media. Well, now it seems like, yeah, when you think about social media, it's all you do is look at what other people are doing and then compare yourself. I mean, not you. That's not what you do. No. That's not what I do. But th- sometimes I'm on social media. I'm looking at what everybody else is doing. And then I kind of feel like, what is this? Is wa- I'm wasting my time. What, why am I doing this? And then... Uh, then I realize, well, I'm doing it because I'm trying to tell other people what I'm doing. But you kind of have to listen if you're going to talk a little bit, don't you? Yes, you do. But I see, okay, I don't, I'm not on Twitter. I think mm-hmm. Twitter's all ego. Uh, but, yeah, you can follow Steve Martin or Albert Brooks. And go, love those guys. Love their minds. Uh, but I'll see them when they write an article or a book. Yeah. You know, I, I see their films. I don't need to follow their Twitter. I don't want to know every thought in anybody's head. You know? Facebook is enough. And one thing I do on Facebook, I don't post things about what I'm about to do. Very rarely. Or what I've done. Other people will post that. Let them do it. What do you post? post Just, you know, a little funny thing I'm saying or a little observation. And, Uh you know, like uh, the little thing to, like today I said uh, 78 year old woman looks 28 smells 98 you know those little ads where doctors are going crazy this woman with baking soda and Epsom salts found a way to erase her wrinkles have you ever seen those on the no you know I don't I don't I don't watch TV too much no it's on, on the TV? internet it's, it's on the internet yeah you're just going along doing your thing and little, I haven't seen that yet are you kidding me no doctors are nuts about how this woman whitened her teeth Dentists are going crazy. You know. I thought you said it was her skin at first, but is there, it's, it's her all skin kinds and of her teeth. It's teeth. It's it's yeah. wrinkles. Very superficial. I feel yeah. like we're really caught up in our appearance. Oh, rescue truck behind us. We're okay. Yeah, this is our second incident with the paramedics on this trip. Narcissism, huge. And these people are, are so intimidated by the traffic; they're getting out of our way and turning around. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Love it. Do you want to hear the rest of this dog thing or no? Oh, did I cut you off? Well, we got busy. Let's ask the listeners. Hey, listeners, what do you want to hear? Me Call talk in. about me? Why don't you tweet Alan if you don't? Yeah, tweet me. <laughs> You're not paying attention to it. You know, uh, Judd Apatow, who I've known since he was a beginning comedian, I think we both have worked mm-hmm. with Judd. Yes. Uh, went on Twitter, and I had a couple Twitter accounts, but I never put anything on them. And he saw my followers and said, hey, let's get... He said to his followers, hey, I want people to go on Havy's account. Let's get him some stuff. And I got like 4,000 followers immediately. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And I called him and thanked him. You know, I said, thanks. And, you know, it was after I was on Madman and he had seen it and he had said something nice, you know, uh-huh. on Twitter. So, hey, man, I really appreciate the support and everything, but I, I really don't use Twitter. But thank you, you know. Mm-hmm. Then I saw him at the Comedy Cellar and uh, in the middle of, he was directing uh, the Amy Schumer movie which every comedian is in, except you and I. Yeah. Sometimes I think that that's just because we weren't at the place while he was making the movie. If we had gone to a place where he was and he saw us, he would be like, oh, right, you guys, get in this movie. I was was on television. How much more do you need? And I was working with him. Okay. In in last summer. Right. I was just talking about me. Yeah, with you, it's obviously a slap. It's a snub. (laughs) I cannot believe... Therefore, everyone out there, I don't know if we're, even if we post this uh, podcast after the movie opens, don't go see Trainwreck. 
Oh no. Really? No, yes, I, go see it. But I, but uh, maybe I tell you it's it's the one comedy I, top 5 and train wreck. I was really looking to, forward to seeing top 5. And I thought it was terrific. What's top five? It's the, the Chris Rock movie. came out last fall. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't see that. Oh, it's... What's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with no, me. No, I wanted to see it yeah, when I, I heard about it, and then I completely forgot about it. You have a kid. Really good. Really funny. I think it's the best thing Chris Rock has done uh, on the big screen. He directed it. He wrote it. It's really well done. Very funny. Uh-huh. Um, I think it was one of the best screenplays of last year. I'll go that far. Um, wow. And Trainwreck, I'm looking forward to seeing I'm really excited. I got some friends in it. I like Amy. I like Judd. It's all good. I want it to be good. Yes, I do too. And I LeBron's want to see in it. it. I'm glad he's getting a paycheck. LeBron James? Yes. Yeah, good for him. Wait, wait. Is there another LeBron? There could be. Yeah. I don't know everybody's name in the world. That'd be know? tough if you were a young rapper. You're coming up like, you know, eight years ago. I would say LeBron that there's James definitely multiple LeBrons yeah, there right are. now, but they're that's not, I mean, but they're I mean. like children. Can we go back to my little story? Yeah. LeBron. Do you want to hear the dog thing or not? No, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, but let's save the dog thing for all those dog lovers out yeah. there. There's 70 million dog lovers. Keep them hanging on. Everybody yeah. loves dogs. We got a great story, by the way, coming up uh, about Jake's dog, and that portion of the show is going to be brought to you by Zevia, all natural soda. And we don't even get any money for this. No. It's just my personal. You know what that is? It's my open heart, my loving mind. Yeah. And my prudent and carnal matters. Prudent and carnal matters. Prudence. Um, so let's hear the dog story. No, I feel like I want to hear what What were you going to just tell me about? I was Something just talking about, about Chudrak. Chud- yeah. I'm just looking. It's nice at our age when you look forward to a movie. My wife wants to go tomorrow to see the a do, a documentary about Amy Winehouse. Why? I, you know what? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Was she into her music? I think we like Amy Winehouse's music. Yeah, um, I liked it. I, but I, I, I don't know why because I think it's sad. You know, it's sad when these people with substance problems. And let's face it, in our comedian world, we know plenty. You know, and it's very sad when they succumb to to the, the overindulgence. I don't know how do you euphemize it when they overdose on their thing. Well, you, you when you overindulge in anything, you're putting yourself into unlucky world, an unlucky environment where one sip or one toke or one sniff or the next hit of heroin could do you in. But once that stuff's got a hold of you, it's hard to get free of it. You know, that's that's the thing with heroin. It's like, I don't get it. The, the pee, these, they, you know, you know that that shit is going to take a hold of you and shake you like a rag doll and probably destroy you. I mean, best case scenario, you wind, you Keith Richards. That's, 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 that's what the winner looks like. Yeah, but Keith stopped heroin in 1980. Long, long time ago. It was just a brief period, not brief, but several years ago. I don't 70s. know that he... Stopped. I read his book. Yeah, he I did too. But I think he said he did, did some other stuff too. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. You anyway. Think so. Yeah. I did. Yeah. He was really. You know, he got. He got addicted to Pringles. And I. And I. Yeah. He's drinking those. And that stuff is no. Drinking those really Zevias. It's not the Zevia. It's what you mix with it that can yeah, really bring you, you down. Pringles with Zevia is no good. Yeah. So I, I love Pringles, man. Oh, they're great, aren't they? I, they're, they're all the same size too. It's like a 
It's perfect if you're a socialist or communist. You know what they're made out of? They're made out of other potato chips. <laughs> they take potato chips, they crush them into a million pieces, Is that and true? they mix them. They make, make a paste or something? Yeah, I think they make a paste, and they squirt it into a thing, and they make them all shaped oh like a salad. Oh, my God. You know, I think that that's is, what happens. Pringles is so anti-nature. You can't stop eating them, though. No. I mean, and you measure them. You don't count how many chips. You count how many inches of Pringles you're going to eat. Well, it's nice you can get the small Pringles, the medium Pringles, or the, the tall can. And yeah, they, yeah. They made Pringles. They were probably doing cartwheels. I thought when you just said small, medium, and big, uh-huh. at first, before you said can, I thought I thought I was living in a world where I didn't know about some Pringle that's like the, the size of no, a catcher's no, mitt no, or something. No, no, yeah. no, yeah. Oh, man. No, don't worry. That's my dream. I don't know why they don't have... I, why don't they have little tiny Pringles the size of a quarter that you get in a little, tiny little sleeve like... Uh, Believe me, they thought about it. Mentos. They yeah. thought about it. You know, what do you do at Pringles? How do you make the product better? Different you can't. flavors? You can't. No, different it's flavors. Pretty good best. Have, why, why make another flavor when that flavor... They have several flavors. they got hickory. they got... Yeah, I know, but onion. it's ridiculous. Do you ever get those flavors? I have. Like Disappointing, right? Room on the road, and they have them in there for you, and they're just sitting there. Uh huh. You mean they have them? It's mini bar, or you're getting mini a gift bar basket, or the the basket where if you take it, we're going to write it down. Yeah, well, that's mini bar, right? That's not. Well, I would eat that. I would eat another flavor of Pringles if it was given to me. In a, you know, you're doing some job, and they give them to you. But if I'm buying my well, own well, Pringles, doing what job? Do they give you Pringles? You know, you do an acting job or a corporate gig, and they've got a little ba- basket in your room of oh, like here okay. while you're while you're here for your acting job. They don't give you a basket. Corporate, they do, but not acting job. Sometimes they do. What? You never got a little gift basket? No. If you do the lower budget ones where they don't pay you anything, sometimes they give you a no, no. There, there might be a table basket. There's like where some... they have Pringles on the table, but then the first things to go, they have M and M's. That's called the craft service table. Yeah, I know what that is. You don't get anything is. in your I know trailer what that is. or your room or your cubby hole. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm you just telling you. I'm you, talking to you about things. You've done more acting. <laughs> you did more Letterman's than me. Kudos you to you. You say you've done more acting, but you've never experienced a thing that I'm telling you I've experienced. Because you didn't do it when you were acting. I got it some other time, and I don't have it straight in my mind. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Let me know. Tell me an acting job you've gotten where there's Pringles. Let's just get back to the, the the original flavor is the best flavor, and it's so much better than the other flavors that when you eat the other flavors, by accident you're in your hotel room and that's all they have in the mini bar basket thing, you feel like I wish I had the regular ones, right? No, I went to Vancouver. They mm. had different flavors in there. I had the regular flavor and the green onion. I like the green onion. Or it's onion-y. you like the green onion it's better? A green can. I, yeah. No, I like the Pringle. Yeah, that's what I just said. The, yeah. the regular ones are better. I don't know if they're better, but they're they're more comforting. If you had your choice, you, hey, I got green onions or regulars. Do you ever get high and you're eating Pringles and you think you're done with them, but then you shake the can? No, there's a lot more in there. What a good feeling that oh, is. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, there's a guy out there on a sofa in his mom's basement, and he's a little heavy, and he's screaming, Are you kidding me? The original flavor is bullshit. They've approved on that. Well, I invite that guy to tweet you. <laughs> or me. Yeah. He can go. tweet you. If you're that guy, you tweet me, and I'll tell Alan. Yeah, hey, Pringle lovers out there. By the way, if you have a more uniform snack, it won't exist. I certainly don't know about it. Yeah, it was there. There was someone the who looked at it. is, it makes it taste good. They looked at a bowl of potato chips, 
and they said, you know what's wrong with these? They're all different shapes. sizes and yeah, shapes. Shape. Yeah. Ridiculous. You can't put them in a can. It's ridiculous. With a corrugated they paper get, around. They get broken. You know, you can fit more potatoey goodness in that Pringles can than you can in maybe a bag and a half of potato chips. I think that, that was their, their original selling point. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know how long Pringles have been around. Probably, think, I'm going to say the mid-late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. Yeah. I was there for the beginning. Oh, me too. Yeah. Me too. That was when they first came out with Pringles. I thought, what the... F- really? You, like you people- think you think you invented a new kind of potato chips? Well, we'll see about that. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. And man, was I wrong. Yes, you were. Pringles. Your wife eat Pringles? No. Are you kidding? I'm not allowed to bring them into the house. She found out. Really? Yeah, we wouldn't. She, my daughter would, of course, love them. But no, yeah, my wife, Belinda, is very... Uh, organic health food person. She would have been on your team with about the salmon down here at the comedy club because right. if it's farm-raised, that's not her thing. Not good. But I didn't ask. I'm going to ask tonight if it's farm-raised because I don't know. Maybe Pringles are farm-raised. Oh, Pringles. You couldn't be more farm-raised. There's a scientist involved minute, in those. Yeah. What if we take the crappiest snacks like Pringles and combos mm-hmm. and pretzel with the cheese and make it organic and healthy? We'll They're doing it. it else. They're doing it. They're not doing it with Pringles. Yeah, but, but yeah, but we see that's we gotta grab it with Pringles. They got uh, so Fanula first had that's my daughter. I just said her name. Um, she we're gonna edit had, that out. Yeah, no, we're not. First, she first had Nutella when we were on vacation in uh, Italy, another land. Yes, and you can say by, by the way, that guy just passed away from the last year. Who Nutella man? Yeah, don't know his name. Could be Nutella. But uh, I don't know how he came about it, but it was kind of uh, ass backwards. But he started making Mm -hmm. Nutella, and kaboom. It's kind of like the uh, hoodie I just bought from American something or other. What about it? Huffington Post said, this is the best hoodie ever made. And people buy it and wear it and say, holy God, this is the greatest hoodie ever made. It's very well constructed. It's made in America. Who from American Apparel? No, it's not American Apparel. It's American somebody else. I forget what it is, but Jeez. American is in it. Thanks for the help. Well, I People bought- are out there listening going, look, I'm not, I'm not with you on that Pringles thing, but I want to get one of these hoodies. Yeah, and they're lost because all you have to do <laughs> is Google best, sweat, best hoodie ever made and you'll find it. Huffington. Huffington Post and Salon, too. So how about salon.com? We're going to do this on our phones when we get to the... No, we don't. We let the, you know, that's a right great now. thing about podcasts. They can still listen and look. They can do it. I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for myself. When I get down here to Hermosa Beach, I'm going to go on amazon.com and I'm going to order myself this hoodie so that when I get home tonight after the show... You can't go I to can Amazon. Put you it on go and go to the, the site where they make the hoodies. They, Are you kidding you know, me? No, there was a six-month or a four-month delay. Jesus. And they, they opened up four more warehouses where they manufactured this hoodie and mm-hmm. now i got one and i went on i bought one for myself and what do you think about it it's fantastic what's it made out of it's cotton durable it's well constructed it's a little thicker than the usually hoodie great fit uh-huh. i like that it's not just like a hoodie and you know you put it on it's all right you know but mm-hmm. when i put this hoodie on and it's great for winter for wearing like it's under the jacket or whatever but just out and about in a cold night, mm-hmm. T-shirt, hoodie, perfect. Right, right. And no, like, you know, Japanese characters on it. or I don't mind a Japanese character. 
you can wind up in in trouble with your racist neighborhood watch guy if you walk around. I don't have one of those guys. Yeah, you're lucky. What do you mean you're lucky? You live in Venice. It's multi-ethnic. I don't have a racist neighborhood watch guy either. I'm saying that some parts of the country you got to watch out with your hoodies because I fought in the war. You did? No, I'm just doing the. Oh, yeah, that's the racist character. Yeah, sorry, I'm using my acting skills. I didn't see it coming. Let me try it again. It was so convincing. Hey, I fought in the war. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember when I was doing that uh, talk show in the early 90s at Comedy Central. And night after night with Alan yeah, one, one of the perks was like a car service to and from work uh, in New York. Uh, yeah. Uh, and and that, that's great in any town, but it was that's just That's my nice. dream. My favorite corporate gig is where they, you know, the level of service is how far from your house they they are responsible from you. Yeah. You know, like most of them, you get yourself to the airport and then you're taken care of till you get back to the airport. But sometimes they pick you up at your house and take you to the airport and then pick you up at the other airport. Our butt is in your hands as soon as you walk out the door. Oh, so nice. So, I'm, and one of the drivers, uh, he's bringing me, uh, he had to bring me by the Plaza Hotel. He's dropped me off. I was going to a movie. By the Plaza Hotel, he goes, you see those flags up there? And the uh, Japanese dignitaries, Japanese diplomat, was in town. This early 90s in New York. And they they were flying five Japanese flags, along with the American flag in the middle. Mm-hmm. And he goes, see that? Those flags, that's killing me. I said, why is that? He goes, I got buddies that went over there and died. And, and, and they're... Now, this is, nine, this is a long time after the war. Uh-huh. And I said, yeah, my dad... Uh, was in the Pacific too. Yeah, yeah, he was a Marine. I said, "How does he feel about that?" I said, "Well, he's, he's passed away." But the reason, and here's the irony of it, and I was very sensitive to the guy. The reason of flying those—that's what you fought for, the freedom. And now that we're we're friends, we're you know, we have good relations. We already defeated them, right? And we're not disrespecting their flag. We're welcoming them with their flag. The beauty of that, if you go back to those days, how much hatred and totally justified we had against Germany and Japan, but especially Japan with the uh, the whole Pearl Harbor sneak attack. What are you What are you pointing at? I'm just pointing at Uncle Bill's Pancake House right here. I know you love pancakes, and that place is good play. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> go ahead. You know, I'm in a touching story here. I know. I I'm know. explaining. I can't control the irony of war. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, you know. Keep going. Hang on a minute. Let's take a little break and look at. Holy cow! It's yeah. lady time. Oh my god! Now it's see, like bang! Wow! Look at these. That woman's behind. The young girl's behind. Is a world class. I should be in love mm-hmm. right there. She's got a. She. This is a good time a of her life. Long right now. skirt. It's a good time of anyone's life that walks by her, or uh, dares to glance. Now back is her. that? I don't feel like we're being super creepy. Because she, no, but she is dressed was, up to be attractive, and we yeah, are saying it, it worked. Yeah, it totally worked. Right. And she knows it, and that's great. You, you know you know what I hate about guys sometimes? What? Say, hey, see that beautiful woman over there? Yeah, and she knows it. Well, what do you want, a woman without any kind of self-awareness? Yeah, she can't. She can't. She doesn't know she's attractive. Yeah. Then she carries herself well. She, she wants to look at every woman since the dawn of man. Even back in the Victorian area, they dressed up mm-hmm. to look attractive. So get over yourself. You want a woman that's self-aware. Yeah. That's all. 
and that's both both ways. If you if you're with the lady who's missing one of your big front teeth, you want her to be like, I should get this fixed. Not, well, yeah. this is fine. I'm, what do I need that tooth for? That's an extreme case, but yeah. another great joke from Jake. You see it every once in a while. But back see, to your flags, you're explaining to this guy. So I'm explaining to the guy. So that that's that's it. That's the story. Did, was he? Did he buy it? Sometimes you explain. Yeah, he just he won't like it. Yeah, I guess so. Like that. Well, but I understand. Because he was there. He's, his friends were killed. Well, so I understand the anger. That's like these people who got a pro, want to pass an amendment that you can't burn the flag. And you want to go, no, the flag stands for the freedom to protest the government. It's a symbol of freedom. And so ironically, if you burn the flag to protest America, you're actually celebrating one of the freedoms that you have in America. Yeah. But, but good I luck. understand... Veterans or guys who are patriots don't want to see the flag being burned. I get it. I get I it. Totally get it. Hey, good news from the South. The uh, Confederate flag is down from the state state house. Oh, man, I can't believe how hard they were trying to fight that. That's what gets me. It's like really. Yeah. So how about set your alarm clock for right now <laughs> and wake up? Yeah. Daylight savings. Yeah. Turn your clocks ahead 150 years. Yeah. It's please. It's that's we. You lost that war. And so you got to put your flag away. Yeah, and it wasn't about anything really good. It's about slavery. It's not good. Yeah. And you want well, to secede from the United oh, States. It's about we love right. the South. We don't want you to secede. No, I don't want them to secede. Grits, yes. Flag, no. Gee, just take it easy with the flag. Just, Color just, greens, yes. Slavery, no. We all got the same flag. Look at her. She's a pretty lady, too. Oh, so um, many. I, oh, there was a, I took my sister-in-law out to lunch today. In Santa Monica, she's mm-hmm. visiting, and the waitress was phenomenally attractive. Dark skin, like piercing blue eyes. She's uh, she was raised in L.A. and she's part Latino, part Anglo, and just that's what I love about the mixture, the hybrid of of women. Uh-huh. because I, everybody. Man, comes I can't in. even tell if you're racist or sexist or what's going no, on right a, now. You just see women here. Got to be careful. And I guess men who you just don't see anywhere else. Exotic. Very exotic. Yeah. And the reason being, all the beautiful people from all over the world, and people say, you should go to Hollywood. And some of them do. Right. 180,000 And then they stay, whether they make it or not, they exactly. stay. Exactly. And they have sex because they're uh, with other attractive people because... It's a human, it's a basic human need. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're a bit shallow, but that's okay. Well, come on. You were trying to have sex with the most attractive person you could for a while. Um... Well, that yeah, was in the I, mix. That I, was in the mix. Yeah, let's just but say. I find I have pretty varied taste when it comes to women. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, and I look back over the women that I uh, spent time with, intimate with, and there's no one type. So yeah, I mixed it up. Yeah, I mixed it up back in and my day. Sometimes you talk to a woman and she wasn't that attractive at first, but then the more you talk to her, and I'm not talking about drinking, the more you got to know her, she became more attractive. Mm. And have you ever gone out with a gorgeous woman or taken her home and the more you get to know her, she becomes less attractive? Yeah, that happens. That does happen. Well, sometimes they ha- people are very attractive. Sometimes they haven't had to put much effort into the rest of their personality. Absolutely. Because uh, what they're doing, you know, they've got such a head start with their uh, appearance. But then you meet someone who's attractive and they've got a great personality. Brains and beauty. And it's not just brains. And brains do count, but a sense of sense humor. Sense of humor. That's very important to people like us. And uh, just, the, you know, it's not always about them. And they're not always looking in the mirror with their hair and futzing. Oh, my God. 
And those women get snapped up like that. Yeah, I know. In L.A., you can find a beautiful woman that's single, gorgeous woman that's single. But the ones that are, like, really interesting and, and attractive and stuff, they're gone. You can't get them. They're, they're snapped up here. Well, let's face it, we're snapped up. Yeah, I wasn't snapped up till I was in my mid-50s. So. Yeah, you took your time. I didn't snap myself up until I was uh, in my 40s, so. Yeah. Yeah. You, how old were you when you got married? 42. 42. Wow. You were young. Yeah. So, um, so these people bring this dog over that we're taking care of. Right. By the way, this part is brought to you by Zevia, the all-natural soda. Here's a dog story. Gather the family. Yeah, it's not good. Don't give that Zevia to your dog. Here's a chase scene that you love. So, they they're not gone a half an hour, and the dog's in the house, and she's kind of whining and missing her family. She's not in her environment. Of right. Course. Dogs have feelings. The phone rings. It's <clears throat> an important call. I have to answer the phone. So I open the door to the to our house to go out to my office Uh-oh. so I'm not talking on the phone. The dog shoots out the door. And we're like, come back. And my wife says, oh, she's missing her thing. We should catch her. And I'm like, okay. And I, and I think my daughter's just going to grab the dog. The dog goes straight to the gate, under the gate, and is in the street. Wow. Almost got hit by a car. Oh. Oh, can you? I mean, it didn't. We we got we Did you caught get the dog the, back? we caught the dog, but Good. she was in the street. Oh, almost. I mean, can you imagine these people have put left us in charge of their precious little pet, and <laughs> within a half an hour of dropping her off, she's in the street, almost getting hit by a car. It freaked us. We were all completely wigged out. I went around, blocked all the fence Good. and the gate off, Good. so the dog can't get out. But now I'm scared that we're going to be spending our next nine days taking care of this dog in lockdown because we're so worried that the dog's going to make a break for it. Do you have a leash? It? Did they give you a leash? It's got a leash. Yeah, but you don't want to leash the dog up. And no, our life- out of the house before you open the door. Right, but our life, you live in an apartment, so your door is probably closed most of the time. Yes. But we live in a house where we open the doors to let air circulate through. Oh, isn't that nice? You live in a house. Just rub it in, Jake. I'm not rubbing it. You made your decision. You don't believe you you buy cars and you lease apartments. Yeah, That's how you do I just, it. I just, I don't, you know, because I think when I, my wife and I both retire and her, her father is near us, so I pray that he lives a long and healthy, happy life. He's 86. He's doing great. But the day will come when we will get a house. So we have something to look forward to. Oh, you get his house, you mean? No, no. He, he moved out here. He sold his house. In East Hampton, New York. Where are you going to get a house? What do you? I don't get it. Probably. Oh, uh, you're going to retire and move out of here. We're going to go probably a little north, further north. Really? Yeah, in California. I'll be sad then. So you're it's saying for, this is not for many, many years? Okay, because I thought you said it was going to be like five, six years. You're going to be. Could retiring. be. Well, it depends on uh, uh, a couple of different factors. I uh, ideally, I want to buy a house in like Ohio. And then hang on to the apartment because I, you know, come down to Santa Monica and so I can go on auditions and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, or have a house that, you know. Have I a- don't know. Ojai can be very hot. We're at the club. We're going to do the finale of the podcast on the way home as we like to do. Let's wrap it up. Jake, you go in and put our name on the list and I'll park the car. Where do you think we're going to be on the list tonight? Uh, it's 7.01. I think we're going to be very good. We're in good shape. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. We'll Bye. be back for the second half.
we uh, recording? Yeah, it's on. Okay, post-show time. No, see, this is what you do. Hi, right, welcome back, everybody. Second half of the Jake Johansson Show, brought to you by Zevia. Zevia, all-natural sodas. You want to get off the crap, the sugary crap, the diet crap? Mm-hmm. I sure do. Yeah, then get back. And then, uh, you know what the best way is, of course, iced tea on sweet. Yeah. So get the caffeine. I'd love to steer clear of that diabetes if I could. Well, not only diabetes, but also the liver cancer, oh. all that artificial sweetener. In liver you. cancer. Stomach cancer and colon you, cancer. It causes everything. you got to watch out for your pain relievers, even your uh, prescription-type drugs. They're all, they can That's the great thing liver. about being comedians. We can have all misinformation. We can say this causes Look, this, that. If you're listening to this to figure out how to run your life on any level, Oh, no, no. The, you're rolling the dice. No, I, I think you're wrong about that. I what? think comedians, who have been, seasoned comedians who have been around men and women, know uh, as much about life as just about anybody else. Oh, I, okay. Sure. But not health. Yeah. Brian yeah. Stout gave me some tips on uh, how to uh, order, you know, lower calorie, higher nutritious meals for people who are on a kind of a health kick online. You can do that now. You don't get a personal chef. You just order the meals delivered to your house in a box. Do you have to tip the guy? No, I think they come... You're out. It's FedEx. They come by FedEx or UPS. Oh, so it's just a UPS guy. Yeah, it's just a box of food shows. Really? Yeah, I think so. Huh. You really go... So it comes from out of town? I don't know where it comes from. It's not good. I gotta research this. Yeah, if I can meatball sub... Uh, where are you now, Iowa? Okay. Great. And I'm going to eat it. Not. Yeah, I'm not going to eat it today. I'm going to eat it next week. Bring it to me now. I'm going to eat it next Thursday. So good show tonight. Twenty comedians anniversary show at Hermosa Comedy Magic Club. Yes, we 37 did. Thirty-seven years in the business. The first club in Southern California, all of California. Is that right? That was paying people. Ah. The first club that was paying people. That paid the comedians. And uh, so they sold out the main room. And then they added the second show. Because they had a spillover. In the other room, the spillover. Night. And usually they don't pay us, but for the second show, we got a little 25 bucks. Yeah. Not bad. Sweet. The last time I turned it down, because they treat us well. But this time he looked at me and went, please take the check, and I took it. Richard Barrett, great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why they have to give you a check. I don't see why they couldn't just hand you $25. Uh, but that's, I'm a complainer. Yeah, you are. <laughs> You're known for it, Jake. But again, great show tonight. Some of the comedians there. Guys from Old School Man and God bless him. Kelly Monteith. Oh, so nice tonight to meet Kelly. I guess I've met him before. He said, I, I feel bad that I didn't remember because I was so excited to meet him. Yeah. Then find out that that's happened twice. Made his uh, national television premiere in 1973. 73. And now, dig this. He's from St. Louis. I was born in St. Louis. My dad was born and raised in St. Louis. My dad knew his dad. So back in Miami where I was raised, my dad said, hey, Kelly Montes on the Tonight Show. I know his dad. I knew Kelly when he was a kid. I'm like, what? And we watched it that night. It was great. And it made the show business much closer. You know, yeah, yeah. 73, pre-internet, pre-everything, and stuff like that. Oh, there was only, when you were on the Tonight Show in 1973. Whoa, that was a big that was, there was There were only two other channels, and they barely had anything on. Well, at, that time, at that time, probably maybe Joey Bishop to Cabot, maybe. Uh, one of those guys was on the other ABC, CBS. I don't know old movies, but he, Kelly Monteith was there. Last time we saw Yakov Smirnoff, 
Yeah. The great Jimmy Brogan. And who's the new girl? The young girl? Erica, I can't remember she his was, last name. She, was, she played uh, a child on Prairie Home Companion for 20 years. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. I and met her at the... major. Yeah, yeah. Sorry we forgot your name, but she ended the show. Erica Rhodes, I think. Yeah, she's like... What does she look like? 23? 26? I, you know, I can't. Anybody under 38, I can't tell how old they are. Right. And um, uh, so that's the gamut. The oldest guy being probably Kelly, and the youngest being uh, Erica... And in between, just great, great comedians. Orny Adams. And then it's funny. Steve White. It's funny, then there's always a few. There's there's like a funny, a, a large number of guys there who are obviously very funny. You watch them and they're funny. Yeah. You never even heard of them. Right. Well, you never yeah. heard of them. I see them all the time. Wayne Cotter. The great Wayne Cotter was there. You see all those young guys all the time? Yeah. I go down there on 10 comic nights. And I oh, go to I the see, comedy show in New York. Amir K., the guy with the baseball cap. Yeah. Yes. I go, I'm up in Vancouver shooting something. Comedy Club is right down the street. Uh, Pete Johansson set me up on Facebook with the owner. I go over there. I Amir, just saw Pete again when I was over in London. Amir was there. Uh-huh. And hooks me up with this guy, Dino. Dino Archie, young comic. He hooks me up with clubs. He gets me a gig here, a gig there. It was it was fantastic. It's a real brotherhood we work in, you know, and sisterhood. So uh, it was a good night. It was a good night. Very, very good time. I uh, every time I go down there, last night, tonight, all the other times, it always feels like you're you're at a party. Yeah, but you know, you, you and you are party. technically it is. Yeah, a it's, no, it's not a party. It's it's not a party. It's an anniversary party. It's a oh, birthday party yeah. for the club. Okay. Well, that wraps it up, folks. I got to order my sausage to go. I got to watch the rest of uh, the semifinals in Wimbledon, men's semifinals. Is and that tonight? No, that was this morning. I taped it. I oh. DVR'd it. So this is the end of the semifinals. So at the end of this, it'll be down to two. Yes. And That's it. I got I got an order now. Who are you rooting for? Oh shit. Do you mind? No. Yeah, I do mind. Okay. I got to order my sausage. I'm wrapping up your podcast. I, I know. Introed it. I wrap it up. The thing on the internet. You just start talking. The thing on the internet is you never run out of time. But we we're actually it's no sausage. no actually you need that. Yeah. You know what just time it is? Just can't ramble on. You have parameters. Yeah, no, I get it. You know what time it is? Sausage time. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, it is sausage time. It's always sausage time. It's always a good time for sausage. And I, I mean that in the... I just love sausage, that's all. Um, there's your ringtone. There's your ringtone. Uh, yeah, so Comedians in Cars Getting Sausages. That's my new idea for a TV show. Alan and I did stop. He got a delicious sausage. I still can't spell the name of the place, but I know where it is. It used to be a place called the Air Conditioned Supper Club. So if you are a denizen of Venice... <laughs> Beach, California, then you know where that place used to be, and now it's a sausage place that you go in one door, and you they pour you a beer, and you order your sausage, and it seems like you're in a butcher shop, and then you go down this little hallway, and then you're in a big, and then you're in a bar with a DJ and long tables with crayons and butcher paper out, like 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 your children, but you're not children, you're people in your twenties, not. Alan and I, but the rest of the people, the people who stay there and eat their sausages are in their 20s. They're yelling at each other and drawing cartoons with crayons on their butcher paper uh, bar tables. And then they're going outside to smoke. 
because I think that they think they're going to live forever, and they don't. They know that smoking's bad. Surely that's they. Surely they believe that, but uh, they don't think it applies to them. And uh, God bless them. I remember when I was that way, and uh, it's a great way to feel and be in the world. You just hope it doesn't go on so long that you've done permanent damage to yourself that can't be corrected, or you've picked up some habits that are uh, hard to break. Like uh, smoking's one thing, but if you're addicted to heroin in your 20s, you're you're heading you're heading for a tough road. Uh, if you're listening to this, my advice would be get off the heroin. Uh, but also, if you're listening to this, you can't. I I just really that's what you're doing with with your heroin addiction. Ah, it seems like a mistake, but there I there I go again, running myself down. You know, high self-esteem is the key to high performance, and you need to remember that. I heard that from a person on the internet named Dan Pena on a podcast that I love, the London Real podcast. You should check that out. Um, all right, listen, I am going to stop talking on this podcast. I'm going to start thanking you. Thank you for listening. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. Unless you're on heroin, quit that immediately. And uh, enjoy yourselves, and I'll be back talking with you sooner than later. That's my, that's my vow. That's my pledge. There's, there you go. You can hold me accountable, accountable to that. I will be back to you sooner rather than later. This, I, I enjoy doing this as much as I sometimes think that I don't. When I'm not doing it, sometimes I think, I don't enjoy doing that. I should stop doing it. And then when I'm doing it, I think, man, this is a good time. I have my own show. It's a thing, it's a thing that I have. It's me. I have to do it when my wife doesn't need me to do something else. But uh, still, it's my own show. And you're, you're, you're helping me to feel better about myself. I hope I'm helping you to feel better about yourself. Speak to you later. Yeah.